Life Audio. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. Do you ever feel like you want to know more about the Bible, but that it's kind of hard to understand? Do you want to share your faith with your friends, but have a hard time figuring out how to do that? Do you want to learn how to connect the Bible to your real life? Well, then this is the show for you. My name is Rachel, and I'm your host. I've been a children's pastor for a long time, and one of my favorite things is helping kids learn how to understand the Bible. I think that sometimes people think that the Bible is just for adults, but God actually really wants kids to know about Him. So on this podcast, we're going to learn all about God's big story and how He shows Himself to us through the Bible. As we learn together what the Bible stories actually mean, we can learn how to live out our faith in our everyday life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. I'm your host, Rachel. Today, I'm actually going to be Dr. Rachel. I'm here to help all your medical needs. That's right. I've got my trusty handy dandy first aid kit and I can solve anything that you might need. Just let me know what it is. Do you have maybe a headache? Here's some stickers. That'll help, right? Do you have a bug bite? Well, here's some peanut butter. Or do you have a stomach ache? Well, here's a Band-Aid. Now, you're probably thinking that these are not really the solutions to those problems. And you know what? You're right. It doesn't make me a very good doctor, does it? It's not what you expected to hear me say at all. Because, of course, if you had a cut, well, you would want a Band-Aid. If you had an itch or a burn, you would want some sort of cream or medicine. If you had a headache, you would want medicine to make it feel better. You wouldn't want me to tell you that those things I had were solutions. You would expect me to tell you something that would actually hurt. And you'd probably think I was silly if I actually said those things in real life. And let's be honest, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a pastor. But I wanted to help you understand that sometimes things like this happen in the Bible. Sometimes there would be unexpected answers to problems or Jesus would act in an unexpected way. And it's not silly. It's just different. See, in the Bible and for most of his time on earth, Jesus did things that did not meet up with the expectation of what people thought he was going to do. They might have thought he was going to be a great and powerful ruler and that he came as a humble person that was wanting to serve people. They might have expected him to do these huge, amazing things. And honestly, he did things in a very quiet, simple way sometimes. They might have expected him to heal people with, I don't know, stitches or band-aids, but instead he used mud or spit. Sometimes it just took a word or a touch. Sometimes people criticized Jesus for the way that he acted. And in fact, in the book of Matthew, it talks about where Jesus was eating and hanging out with people that some of the leaders of the time didn't think that he should even be around. And one of those people was actually Matthew. That's right, the guy who wrote the book of Matthew. See, the religious leaders and most of the people at the time, they didn't like Matthew because he was a tax collector. Do you know what taxes are? Well, think about it this way. If you go to trunk or treat, maybe you've been to a trunk or treat or you've seen one before and you go around and you get a bunch of candy. Imagine coming back and your mom and dad saying, I'm going to take all your Reese's peanut butter cups. They would call that a tax, a candy tax. They're taking something of your candy. They're taking that out and they're saying that they're going to keep it for them. 
That's kind of how taxes worked in Jesus's time. It's actually kind of how it works now, too. And so in Jesus's time, the tax collectors worked for the Roman government, and they had to take some of the money that the people had, and they collected it for the Roman governor. But they also kept some of that money for themselves. And sometimes they took too much money, and it they did it so they could get rich. But that meant that the people that they were collecting from had to pay extra. It was a mean thing to do. And most of the people hated the tax collectors for charging them all that extra money. So let's pick up in our verse. It's Matthew 9, 9. It says, as Jesus went on from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax collector's booth. Follow me, he told him. And Matthew got up and followed him. So Matthew was just doing his job. And he had probably heard about Jesus, but when Jesus said, follow me, Matthew got right up and followed him. Why do you think Matthew didn't want to wait to follow Jesus until he got off of work? Well, Matthew knew that nothing is as important as following Jesus. Jesus is the most important thing, no matter what we're doing. And if you think about it, Matthew was probably a pretty lonely guy because most people didn't like him. They didn't like what he was doing and how he was stealing money from their people group. And so when Jesus called him, it probably felt really good to just have somebody that saw him that wanted to be around him. And so when Jesus asked Matthew to follow him and believe in him, Matthew wanted because I think really at that point, Matthew knew that he wanted a chance to change. And Jesus wanted to give him that chance to change. So let's read verse 10 and 11. It says, while Jesus was having dinner at Matthew's house, many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw this, they asked his disciples, why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Well, see, the Pharisees saw that Jesus was eating with tax collectors and they were people who stole money and all kinds of other bad things. And then also the other people that were eating with them were called sinners because they were the people that were not following God's plan. And the leaders didn't like that. They didn't think that Matthew and his friends were good enough to hang out with Jesus because they lived a lifestyle of doing wrong things. They didn't think that Matthew could change and be better. But you know what? Jesus knew that Matthew and his friends could change and be better because of their relationship with Jesus. And do you know what Jesus said? He said, you know, the healthy people don't need a doctor. The sick people do. And I didn't come for the people who are already good enough. I came to save the people that are lost and hurting, and I came to heal the sick. Well, really, that's all of us. We're all sinners, and we all need Jesus. People didn't think that Matthew could change and be better, but he did because of Jesus. He believed in Jesus, and he stopped stealing And he became one of Jesus's 12 disciples. And he wrote the book that we're reading right now. He had a very important job. It was a really important job to write one of the books of the Bible. And Jesus trusted him with that, even when nobody else would have trusted Matthew. What I want you to think about today is that Jesus could change your life too. Even if you do bad things sometimes, we all do. That's called sin. It's why we needed Jesus in the first place. Like Matthew, when he stole from people, he had this life that was really different before he met Jesus. And if you believe in Jesus, he will forgive you for those things and change you so that you don't even want to do those bad things anymore. 
He can use you to do great and important things for him, just like he used Matthew to do important things, like being one of his disciples and writing a book of the Bible. Jesus can change you and make you to be great, no matter what other people think about you and no matter what you've done. And sometimes that can be done in unexpected ways. A lot of the times, the timing or the way that Jesus did things was not what people expected. They weren't ready for it. They weren't anticipating it, but he still did it. He still healed people. He still sat with people that no one else wanted to sit with, and he changed the way people thought about God. See, we all need forgiveness. We need salvation from the sins that we do. And that's really why Jesus came. He came to heal. He came to seek us out and find us and sit down at the table with us to save us from that life. He came to die for us so that we could be free and clean from our sins, from the bad things that we do. And because of that, no matter what else happens or how else it happens, we know that we can rest secure in our relationship with God because of Jesus. See, Jesus has given us the greatest thing that we could possibly ever want or need, regardless of whatever else we think we want or need. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you that you are always ready to forgive us and give us another chance, just like you gave Matthew another chance. We ask that you will change our hearts and help us to put you first in everything that we do. Amen. Okay, friends, maybe find somebody that you could sit at a table with today. friends, thanks for listening to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. If you like today's show, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. That's the number one way you can support this show. If you're wanting to dive a little bit deeper, you can also join our Patreon community to get our family discussion guides, join our private discussion groups, and have access to bonus content and additional resources every month. Hey, I'm praying for you today. Know that you are so loved.